Shortly after four o'clock this morning, I spoke to President Zelensky of Ukraine to offer the continued support of the UK. Our children draw swooping rockets, not shooting stars. Over 400 children have been injured and 153 children died. The idea that concerns me a great deal that we're going to, after 50 years, decide a woman does not have a right to choose. Breaking news in the World Health Organization has just released a report estimating that 15 million deaths occurred globally due to the pandemic, around triple the current estimates. Vive la République! Et vive la France! This is now a global North Greenwash Festival, a two-week-long celebration of business as usual and blah, blah, blah. Hi everyone and welcome back to Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter, your breakdown of all the key events in the world from the past seven days all in one bite-sized podcast. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week. Last week, Japan's former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe died in hospital after he was shot at a political campaign event. Abe was shot at twice while he was giving a speech on a street in the city of Nara on Friday morning, shocking citizens across Japan and the world. Security officials at the scene tackled the gunman, and a 41-year-old suspect is now in police custody. The suspect, named as Tetsuya Yamagami, admitted shooting Abe with a homemade gun and said he had a grudge against a specific organisation, police said. Several other handmade weapons similar to those used in the attack have been confiscated after a search of the suspect's house, police officers told a news conference. Explosives were also found at the home, and police said they had advised residents to evacuate the area. The suspected shooter told officers he had a grudge against a specific group he believed Abe was connected to, police said, adding that they were investigating why the former PM was targeted out of other people related to the group. At his funeral, citizens gathered to mourn his death. Citizens have said that, quote, there was a sense of security when he was the prime minister and in charge of the country. We felt safe with him in charge. Japan's current Prime Minister, Fumio Kishida, condemned the attack, saying it is barbaric and malicious and it cannot be tolerated. The attack was an act of brutality that happened during the elections, the very foundation of our democracy, and is absolutely unforgivable, Mr Kashida said, speaking before Abe's death was confirmed. And next. It 
looks like Italy could be soon back into its famous political instability. Uh, Mario Draghi is doing what uh, he threatened to do if the Five Star would have um, boycott a confidence vote on his government. He said that he, was, he, he, he would resign and he will resign tonight in the hands of President Mattarella. He just sent uh, a statement uh, at the end of a cabinet meeting saying that the conditions are not there anymore to stay and that his uh, majority doesn't exist anymore. Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi has tendered his resignation after populist coalition partner Five Star withdrew its support in a confidence vote. The former head of the European Central Bank has led a unity government since February 2021. In a statement, he said the pact of trust that he has sustained the unity government had gone. However, the president refused to accept his resignation. President Sergio Mattarella appointed Mario Draghi to lead Italy's post-Covid pandemic recover and to save the country from endemic instability. He has now called on Draghi to address Parliament to provide a clear picture of the political situation. The effect of President Mattarella's intervention is not entirely clear. Mario Draghi is expected to go to Parliament on Wednesday and with sufficient backing could remain in office. The extraordinary developments in Rome capped a day of drama triggered when five-star leader Giuseppe Conte refused to back the government's 23 billion euro package of economic aid for families and businesses, arguing Mr Draghi was not doing enough to tackle the cost of living crisis. His resignation prompted many citizens to celebrate. We'll be back with a third story from the world this week after this short break. Every day we read or hear news reports of anger, distrust and division. America is deeply polarised. On Let's Find Common Ground, listen to the opposite. Remarkable, innovative people who are working to bridge differences and reach an understanding with those who see the world differently than they do. You'll hear from politicians, scholars, activists, journalists and everyday people. They share their personal stories about finding common ground on race, the environment, criminal justice reform and many other controversial topics. New podcast episodes are released every two weeks. Join hosts Richard Davies and Ashley Milne-Tite for Let's Find Common Ground. Find every episode on commongroundcommittee.org podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. That's commongroundcommittee.org podcasts. Gotabaya Rajapaksa has resigned as president of Sri Lanka after fleeing to Singapore in the face of mass protests at home over his rule. He is believed to have wanted to leave Sri Lanka before stepping down in order to avoid the possibility of arrest under a new administration. The cost of food, fuel and other basic supplies has soared for Sri Lankans. In the capital of Colombo, delighted demonstrators greeted news of the president's departure with dancing. One person told the BBC, We are beyond happy but also beyond relieved so we can take a break and go back to our lives. 
At this stage, we are so exhausted because of all the flip-flopping that we consider this moment substantial enough as a victory. Others shared how they did not trust him. We don't trust him anymore because uh, he has already uh, broken our trust, our country's trust, and he, have, he has already sold our country. Gotabaya Rajapaksa arrived in Singapore early on Thursday after first flying to the Maldives on Tuesday night. Reports say he is accompanied by his wife and two bodyguards. Singapore's foreign ministry said Mr Rajapaksa had not asked for asylum or been granted asylum. Singapore generally does not grant requests for asylum, it added. The acting president, Renil Wickremesinghe, does not formally become interim president until he is sworn in. After that, Mr Wickremesinghe, who was appointed acting president by President Rajapaksa after the latter fled, has 30 days for parliament to endorse him. If they do not, MPs need to hold a vote for a new president. So, you're all caught up. That's where we are in the world this week. Be sure to listen next week to stay up to date on the latest news around the world. Search Where We Are with Nina Porter on all podcast platforms and subscribe today to get new episodes first.